Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you so grateful that we can come to this altar we can come to you anytime any day anywhere and worship you the true king we worship you Lord we thank you Lord God we thank you Lord and who is this God that we are thanking I'm gonna take a reflection on my perspective of, of who God is. If you're here in the worship center, you may be seated or you may choose to stand or lie down. It's up to you. We're in the presence of God. And God is God, is God and God will reveal himself in different ways to us. And at this point in my life, he's revealing himself to me as the God of the second chance. He is a God who has taken me from a toddler, a teenager, to the state that I am right in right now, standing before you all in, in this auditorium and for all those online. And why do I say he is the God of the second chance? Because he's just the guy who just keeps giving and giving and forgiving and keeps on loving no matter what we do. Now that might sound very trite to a lot of people, but let's make it personal. So for me, he's the God who ensured that I didn't die when I was born. And you know, we take childbirth for granted, but there's certain things in my family history that meant, yeah, that was, that was good, that, that, that I was born and, and I, I, I lived to tell the tale. He's the God who ensured that as I was walking to school, the times that I did, I didn't get run over by a car. I'm starting with those basic things because I think for each of you, for each of us, there's something in our life, in our life story that can speak to us about the God of the second chance. The fact that we are alive, we're breathing. He, he's giving us the opportunity to show his love and, and being the God of the second chance is kind of multidimensional because you think, okay, God of the second chance is just this guy messed up, he did something wrong and, and he got another chance. You know, we, we have prison systems in this country and around the world and the way things work is you do something wrong, you break the law. You get tried in front of a judge and then you're put in jail to serve your time. 
But you see, the way God's law works, the way God's mercy works, the way God's truth works, the way things changed when Jesus Christ died for us on that cross is that because of the blood of Jesus, sometimes when you should go to jail, there is grace and mercy to forgive and to the word I'm looking for is to re regenerate the soul and the mind and the body. You, 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 you should be judged, but the blood of Jesus speaks otherwise. And why is this so interesting to me at this point in my life? Because in different ways, God has been good to each one of us. God has given us opportunities. God has given you life. He's given you grace and favor. And he asks a little thing from you. I'll use a picture or paint an image rather of someone who you've brought up. Maybe they, 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 they were in hard times and they've grown up with you. And they've eaten your food. You've sent them to school. You've taken them through life's challenges. And they've gotten married. They've gotten their children, and then the one time you ask something of them, they say they, they, they don't bother to answer you. As a human being, you feel disappointed, right? But you see, what does God do? So God sends his son to die for you and I. He sends his son that we might be redeemed, right? And then he asks us to love one another. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But guess what? He still loves us. He asks us to, you know, just live lives that are pleasing to him, holy lives. He asks us to, you know, do the right thing. And, and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But guess what? He still gives us a chance to come back. You know, I, I remember my, um, my university days, and, and, and I'm sure some people in school and stuff can identify with this, where... You know you have exams, right? Anyone been there? You, you, you know you need to study. And then you find yourself the night before a major paper and you know you haven't studied anything. And you go on your knees and you, you know everybody remembers God and remembers prayer that then. And you pray and you say, God, if only, just help me. And guess what? He sees you through that. But the following year, sometimes, or for most people, okay, for me, let me, let me speak about myself. You forget. But then you come back, and then you say the same prayer, and he still answers you. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that we serve a God who, despite the fact that we could do so much wrong to him, so much wrong to his, his people, he just keeps on loving us. He keeps on giving of himself to us. But he still keeps asking for us to come to him. He gives us a second chance. He gives us another chance to come and pray, to ask him to forgive. There are times where in life we go through challenges and disappointments and we make promises to God that we will 
do things differently, especially if we've been responsible for, for some of those challenges. So for me, over time, there have been times where I've been financially reckless and, 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 and done things that I shouldn't do or, or not been responsible. And then I come back to God year after year, and guess what? Somehow, somehow, even though I don't deserve it, He still just miraculously makes a way and provides a pathway. Is there something in your life that God has done or continues to do that should make you think about just the fact that, look, we, we don't deserve the grace and the favor, but we get it anyway. We don't deserve the miracles, but He's chosen to give them to us. We don't always deserve the privilege to, you know, come to the altar. It's a privilege to come to the altar. I know some people might think, uh, it's taking me out of my way for those who are in, in the auditorium or those online who could be, think they could be doing something else. But it's a privilege to, to serve a God who is the God of everything and still gives us a chance at redemption, a chance to put things right. We make many promises to God. Uh, I, okay, I make many promises to God. Is there a single person in, in this room or listening online who hasn't broken any of those promises to God? But yet, His love for us is unquestionable. It is, it is, so, it is so amazing. And... I, I, I said I was going to make this personal, so there's some things that I'll, 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 I'll share about my second chances. I've had a second chance at, at health. When I was growing up, I had a congenital heart defect, and I got miraculously healed. I got a second chance at health. Now, there were some things I shouldn't be doing and eating and my eating habits and health style, lifestyle, and it, it, we've fallen back in some ways, but, but that was a second chance for me, and God's grace and mercy brought that. I've already told you about my uh, educational experience, the financial responsibilities, but there have been other times where God has done stuff that he's, you know, I've made a promise, God, if you do this, and, you know, he's done it, and then, and then I totally forget the God who did these wonderful things. There's something, there's a particular sphere of society that he asked me many years ago to spend some time in, and I did, and, um, and then I ran away from it because it was easier to not do that. And, you know, he reminded me of it recently and said, you know, sometimes he asks us to do things not because it's for us, but there are people he loves as much as us that will benefit from doing what he's asking us to do. You know, he owns everything. So sometimes he wants to put the chair in the living room. Other times he wants to put the sofa in the living room. He, he can change things around. And, and all we have to do is just, just be grateful to this God who, despite our imperfections, despite ourselves sometimes, our selfishness, still loves us. There's a, 
There's a song that was written by the, by the choir. The, the theme for, for this, is, this period is the altar, the pursuit of God this year. And I was reading the verses. I was listening to the song well, in my mind. And, and I, I'm going to read out these, these verses to you because, and then I'm going to mention a scripture that encapsulates a lot of what I've been trying to say. The song says, at this altar where your name is exalted, this is where I'll dwell. I'll dwell, laying down my all, my prized possessions, my will, my plans, my thoughts. Here's my heart. I lay it down right here on the altar. I lay on the altar, here's my life, my sacrifice right here on the altar. And sometimes I struggle to explain why he's such an awesome God, why he just always gives us a second chance. Sometimes um, my youngest daughter would ask me, why are you crying when you're worshiping? And it's just a feeling that, that... sometimes is inexplicable, but the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 32 in the Amplified Classic, there is this scripture that I, I love so much, and I, I say it in my, my mind a lot of times, and I love this particular translation because it says, for I am persuaded beyond doubt. I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things impending and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers can separate us from the love of Christ. And nothing can do that. Even us, even our actions, when we deliberately go against God's will, when we deliberately are mean to people, His creation, when we are in disobedience, none of that can separate us from His love because He is the God that always gives us a second chance gives us the opportunity to repent, gives us the opportunity to come back, gives us the opportunity to come close to Him, to put things right, gives us the opportunity to be saved. And I'm going to end with a a song that I I hope everyone knows, Um, but I'm going to read a verse from it. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, Your name is to be hallowed, Adonai. Because regardless of what you do, regardless of your actions, from the rising of the sun to the setting down of it, God's name will always be exalted. God's name will always be exalted. I said God's name will always be exalted be exalted. So let us worship this God of the second chance who regardless of life, regardless of the sun rising or setting, he is God and he will always give us a second chance. Amen.
city. 